five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Minglosh for the WDMA, and we're going to have a Zoom today. Better than a cocktail party at the DMA. Because <laughs> we got real mailers and we got real, really good people. So today I'm going to take a <laughs> jaunt into, uh, obviously, into some crazy stuff. Sometimes, you know, I keep a Ritson article in my pocket. He always surprises me. It's always worth worth reading and so we're gonna have some fun today so first let's uh let's get over to the latest cadbury uh commercial uh the the dad's gonna be talking on the phone with his son and the dad's first day at a new job and uh let you let you go here listen to the rest of it fine good come on dad everyone was just i don't know Younger. Yeah, but that means you've got experience in that. Yeah, maybe. Well, um, I think you're real clever, you know? I wish I was like you. Anyway, I'll got you something in a glove box. Fruit or not. They didn't have fruit and nut. <laughs> There's a glass and a half in everyone. Cadbury's current ads have something that the gorilla lacks. Now you say, well, what the heck is the gorilla? Well, legs. Let's go look at the gorilla. Okay, you know I had that queued up for you. The old gorilla ad. This was an ad that ran in uh, that ran back in 2007. Okay, and it was a it was a smash hit. The gorilla is kind of sitting there and stretching and sort of like that. And the music is playing in the background, and all of a sudden the camera zooms out. And I'm I've got it kind of cued to that point. So here it goes. And they start zooming out. Okay, so that one was a huge, went viral, huge hit, and uh, trouble was, what do you follow that up with? And they tried to follow it up with a couple of things, but it didn't really catch on like the other one. And so then, so now, let's see, we go over here. So Mark Ritson says that he was working with a big client. Oops, got to move that over there. This is really hard stuff, you know. <laughs> I'm... I'm juggling lots of balls here, plus I have my coffee. <laughs> I have to drink while I'm shooting. Okay, a big retail client, and they were talking about their big new national communications campaign. That's the fun part. He said, but, and, you know, they knew they needed to do a little bit something, but 
and they 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 knew about on they knew about excess share of voice and all the reasons to advertise but they wanted an emotional glow that would multiply the salience and multiply the effectiveness so that you know you get this you get your your brand gets a, an association and um so he said we inevitably talked about Cadbury and their winning focus on generosity and uh it's proven to be the poster child for strategically de derived creatively powered emotional advertising and all that it can do for demand revenues price premium and growth you know each ad builds on the rich pre-established layers that already exist thereby garnering much greater effectiveness and this is something that i've tried to you know i've done a lot of work with a lot of catalogs maybe 70 80 catalogs in my career and i've always tried to almost all catalogs have this sort of staid antiseptic look and it's worse now than ever this will just randomly open up to this this catalog and we'll see if there's anything on there that's especially bad that's an especially bad page. Okay, this, I mean, this isn't the worst example. This is actually not that bad. But if you look at this huge spread, it's a really, really beautiful catalog, well done, visual hierarchy, but, you know, there's just no soul to it. Most of it is little products in boxes. You see that? Little products in boxes, okay? There is some visual hierarchy. This is one of the better catalogs I've run across in a while. It does show people, and given that they're probably doing most of this from clip art, if not all of it, you know, it's pretty well done, I have to say. You know, usually it just doesn't tell a story. It doesn't tell you why buy from this. You know, presumably it's handed out by a salesperson, and so that maybe gives it the personality. But... You know, and this is just what I have laying on my desk. I have a lot of them behind me. But, you know, today I see this, this, I don't know, propaganda, if you will, about how direct mail is making a comeback. Never mind the number of total pieces for the USPS continues to decline, uh, albeit maybe less quickly than it than it than it was. You know, it peaked in about 2007, and agencies are starting to say, well, maybe there's, you know, maybe we need to tell a better story, and that's why I like this Ritson article, okay? Um, Cadbury's advertising has managed to bridge the esoteric world of purpose, the generosity part, and ground into the co, well, I don't know what that word is, quotidian world of buying the product so but it's almost always about somebody buying the product for someone else which is another art in itself you know i i don't care where i get my fleeces that much this is a land's end of course you know how i love land's end but land's end used to tell a story i don't tell that story anymore and you know what if my kids just bought me land's end stuff for christmas or something i'd probably be happy because <laughs> You know, I'm getting to the point in life where, you know, I know fashion matters, but you can't even hardly see what I'm wearing here. 
So it doesn't have to be the best fleece. It just has to be something that I like. And I like Land's End, but I liked it. I liked it in the 70s for the stories, you know, the sailing stories and the where the sheep were grazing in Tasmania stories. That's in special for Mark Ritson. But I think that that's, that used to be where they got their wool. Okay, so then he played the team. He played one of his all-time favorite ads, The Garage. So let's get over to that one. You thought I, would, you thought I was going to camp out here forever, but no. We're going to go see the garage. Okay, and here we go. This is this is a fun one. Hiya. You all right? You all right? Number six. One of those, please. This is a good one. Young girl in the middle of the night, old guy. Look up there. Eh? Forgot your candy bar. <laughs> That's good. Love you, Dad. There's a glass and a half in everyone. Sorry, that one gets me teared up. I don't know if you caught that, but she says, love you, Dad. That is such a great call. <laughs> great acting. You don't see acting that great too often in commercials. Anyway, so, ah, my goodness, my goodness, I'm sorry. Uh, just can't help it sometimes. Okay, so, and here's a link. If we get over to the linky part. Here's a link down here to that commercial. There's a link in the top to the uh, the dad and the son talking. Um, Cadbury's been dropping these slice-of-life generosity bombs for half a decade. And there's another one. There's a bunch. There's a whole series. You could watch them. But the point is that um, Cadbury's has a campaign idea that can span the years. Okay with occasional new creative, and, uh, yeah, that garage one is a killer. I've shown it before, but, you know, I, I didn't really l realize the continuity of it. Like I said, um, the great catalogs have that, ha have had that. I don't know that they have it that much anymore. I, I, I don't get L.L. Uh, Bean. You know, I'm a, it seems like it's a little more expensive than Land's End. I don't know. You know, with Land's End, I play, I play the forty percent off game. <laughs> um, but every ad they do has there's a foundation for future ads. That's heartwarming, and Cadbury's grew brand value by almost half by 2022 and 2023. Between 2022 and 2023, <clears throat> the ads are always different. But it has always stayed the same. So when they wrote Garage, he says the authors, Simon Connor and Steve Cross, had 60% of the work already done. You know, because people have come to expect something. Well, you don't expect it to be a Cadbury ad until the middle. Um, so the large gorilla was a really 
great ad, favorably favorability spiked and sales jumped, but um, and it was an incredibly low media spend. But there was no obvious way to follow it up. So the 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 bottom line for Ritson is don't chase newness. The idea of the long-term campaign ability should, could and should be right up there as companies consider their next advertising step. In contrast, most marketers are too, this is really highlight, underline, and get a tattoo. Most marketers are too obsessed with newness and change at the expense of gradual long-term power of a campaign that has legs. Excuse me, still, I'm still seeping here. Too many newly arrived CMOs change agency. Too many just promoted brand managers launch a new campaign. Too many marketers switch out their current ad because they're tired of it long before most of the target market have digested it. As we learn more and more about advertising, especially from the exceptional work being done over at System 1, and... Uh, I got to tag system one. We learned that wear out is not the issue that many in the industry once thought. Indeed, it may not be an issue with consumers at all. Okay, new study finds effectiveness does not wear out over time. Effectiveness does not wear out over time. I'm going to just take you over to that study. I'll put it in the show notes if you subscribe to the WDMA. This is, there's little evidence of ads wearing out. Ads that are tested up to 19 years after they aired. 19 years after they aired. And ads that are tested at the first airing test similarly on average. Look at that. That is absolutely linear. Some ads recorded improvements in effectiveness over time, particularly those which have a fluent device such as repeated characters and slogans. Okay. So anyway, <clears throat> good, good work. Great work. Good, great article. You want to get over to you want to get over to the WDMA and subscribe and get the show notes every time. So a campaign means a campaign. An extended, multi-year challenge that gives a brand room to build layers of meaning and allow customers to see, time to see, understand, and appreciate and expect the brand. And I would say catalogs are your number one best vehicle for that. There's only so much you can do in a 67-second spot, and it's hard to cut through the clutter no matter what you do. It's hard to get people's attention. Or as a catalog, yesterday I talked about Neiman Marcus. They're doing a perfect bound catalog this year. That's like a book. It's literally a book. People love looking at the catalog so much, they send it out like a coffee table book to their best buyers. And I remember when Cabela's did that, and my neighbor across the hall said, how come I didn't get one of those perfect bound I said, how much do you spend with Cabela's? He said, only $5,000 a year. <laughs> I'll make sure you get one. And I did. <laughs> you know, creates uh, envy. <laughs> Fear of missing out. You better buy enough from Neiman Marcus or you won't get the perfect bound coffee table book, which will probably become a collector's item, like the old 1900 
Sears catalogs. So if you want, if you're thinking about mail, if you're thinking about mail, don't think about it once. Think about telling a story. You know, I was working with a with a uh, framing store, a big one, and I was trying to explain how they could do something simple around the holidays every year, every all through the year. They could do a Valentine's, they could do a June weddings, they could do a they could do a fall family photo for the Christmas card, uh, but they could. They could highlight the memories that deserve to be in a frame on the wall, not just in your WhatsApp or your Facebook. You know, I do love the Facebook memories when they come back. But I would rather they were on the wall, but they seem to be too much trouble. And this framing company had a way for you to send them from your phone. They would print them on quality paper, not something that's going to deteriorate in 10 minutes. And they would frame them for you and have them ready for you. You didn't even have to go in to start the process. Wonderful, wonderful thing that I bet only 10% of their customers know about, maybe less. And it could be just a theme that, you know, your memories deserve to be memorable. They said, oh, mail's too expensive. Such a shame. So if you're thinking about mail, think about long term. Have a great day. Like and share and tell a story. Bye-bye.